Hello, my name is Alexander Morari and I'm the founder of uh, ITK Media. You've tuned into our podcast about Central and Eastern European startups that are in pre-series A stage. And our guest today is Michal Czapratsky, the co-founder of Scramjet. Internatural Scramjet is the first computing platform to introduce TAS. That's a new notion we will cover. This is transform as a service uh, model based on the successful Scramjet framework. And the aim of the company is um, the current serverless model by adding flexibility, democratizing access and offering persistency and efficiency. Dzień dobry, Michał. Dzień dobry, Alex. Nice to meet you. Yeah, great to have you. And by the way, uh, guys, we on your screen, you have the inventor of a new acronym that is probably the next stage in the evolution of all the like uh, uh, acronyms in the industry. It's a very specialized, it's a very niche product, I understand, which is growing like, like, like hell. And let's start with this warm-up question. How would you explain the necessity of the evolution from SaaS to FAS? to TAS, uh, which okay. is your own, which is your own invention. Yes. Um, so as you know, uh, function as a service is already a new thing, something that's, uh, that's, uh, has been, um, sparked by, uh, AWS, um, uh, with, uh, the Lambda service. Um, it was intended, uh, to control or run, uh, processes, you know, for instance, if you're, uh, cloud infrastructure was getting too hot or you had like too many uh, too many users on one single server, you could essentially run a special function that uh, that thought, okay, this this is a situation in which we need two servers or maybe we don't need two servers anymore. So they could actually uh, automate stuff in the cloud. However, uh, this is really simple case of, uh, of a customer-driven um, uh, development where Netflix and some other companies came in and said, well, we really like this way this works and we want to use this for our API. And basically what Netflix did, he said, okay, we want to run those functions every time a user comes to our website and uh, wants to play the film. We want to stream the film because we are really good at it. We're better than anyone else. However, we're not going to be better in just serving users, uh, you yeah. know, with where the film is, or you know, what's the what's the title of the movie, or everything like that. And and they said, just build an API on top of this, and they did. Then in, in 2016, early 2016, there was an API, and this was a tremendous hit because once uh, before that, you would have to first start the server, then have a system, then you have to update it, upgrade it every time. You have to check whether you have all the security patches and everything like that. Now Amazon takes care of uh, that for you and others have followed with Google uh, Azure functions and yeah. even now Alibaba um, uh, has one. And you know, like, there's so many services there, open source services as well. IBM. They, mm -hmm. They all, yes, including ABM, VMware, you know, you, you name it, any big cloud provider has a function as a service uh, system. Yeah. And um, uh, the, the only problem with that is that once the data is very big, you, uh, you, you will hit the limits because every single data point has to be uh, processed by its own server. If you have two data points that come, you know, one after another, that's, that's all fine. That's you're, you're good. You're going to be paying uh, just for the for that time. 
But once you get more than one data point at the same time, you will spin up more servers and more servers. And um, that means that they can't really make those servers run all the time, as long as, you, uh, as long as they want. They can't allow that, those systems to run in a um, what we call a stateful thing. But what all you need to know is that you know, once the system has run its course, it will forget everything that it's done. So you don't have, if you run uh, an operation for every single user, then first you have to know, this is, is this the user that I'm going to serve? Uh, do I know the user? Uh, I have to access the database. I have to do multiple things over and over again, just because you have this, uh, this uh, um, system that essentially was built to do something else that actually does. Um, and so, Michal, just to understand what the, your your escalation of the problem um, we, with complexity of the data exchange in data channels and so on, your uh, function as a service becomes friction as a service, and this is what you want to avoid, right? <laughs> yes, I haven't I haven't thought of this fantastic name, but uh, and fantastic uh, fantastic anecdote. But yes, you're right. Uh, you, the the um, once you want to transform the data or yeah. transport the data or do any tease with the data essentially when you when the data is big so it's in terabytes you function as a service doesn't work for you and this is why we came up with the uh with the with the idea of transform as a service which is essentially um putting the data in a stream a stream is essentially think about something that flows like a uh, like you have a file. When you read that file, if you want to watch a video that uh, of this podcast, for instance, that video comes in like small chunks. That discrete. Are it's discrete. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it has those those like tiny, uh, tiny packages and pieces. Mm -hmm. They're one after another. And what we do is essentially we allow those streams not only to be processed. Like I mean, there are other systems that, that actually do that, but we can um, take that stream and process it within the same machine. So okay. the same machine that transfers the data also can change the format of the data and then output the data. And once we have that system, if we can connect it to the cloud and we have uh, our management nodes that connect uh, those systems, then we can say this program does some processing. Let's say if you have uh, a stream of invoices. You have, you know, you've, you've been uh, uh, making sales for all the day and now you, you, the day is closed and you have your stream of uh, invoices that need to be processed, that need to be taken uh, into you know, accounts and uh, everything needs to be checked in your company. Then we will take that inv those invoices one by one. We will then uh, start processing them and um, they will be processed as they are being uh, uploaded. So you don't have to first upload it, then start processing it. Not only that, but also we can then uh, run those programs in different places because we can connect yeah. them. Um, you can install your own server. You can you can use our system uh, as a serverless uh, uh, system, but it doesn't matter from where the data flows. Uh, as long as it's flowing, it's already being processed. So okay. you're uh, you're essentially winning all the time that you've been waiting until the data is the data transfer is being completed. Completed. Michal, um, and in this context of invoices, um, so imagine yeah. this is a continuous process, right? I am a big yes. retail chain, and I have three thousand shops in Poland alone. Let's say you know what I mean, and now and so I have let's say uh, those. Um, 
cash cash register documentation coming yes. in all the time all the time okay and imagine i am sitting on an sap kind of uh, infrastructure then i mean for processing data right i need this in my data for some analysis bi and so on and so on now you say okay. that you want to you can take this data from cash registers in from 3000 shops or so and then directly uh transform already analyze or digest the way the end user needs this in the accounting system or in analytical and so on without going to server exactly exactly right so With, will this be will this be will this mean that you have an arrow and your i mean a bow and your arrows are targeted at all those uh, big um, clouds cloud cloud service providers like uh, aws amazon and so on you, you want to go it. yeah is, is this you how you're trying to like, hit them okay you could think about it like that uh, however the truth is that the market is growing in such uh, in such a manner uh, cloud computing is uh, an unbelievable market. Uh, it's uh, $2.7 billion. And what we're doing right here is actually uh, bringing more money into the, um, into the system because we are targeting, uh, we have that arrow pointed at something completely different. We have uh, the arrow po pointed at something that the current uh, AWS or SAP or, uh, or other companies don't do. This is something that they essentially have the data somewhere, but then it needs to be transferred. And we're, we're just saying we have a solution in which uh, you can bridge that gap, bring, um, uh, start your own server somewhere uh, where, the, uh, where the cash register is. There is usually a server there already. Um, you can ingest the data over there. Um, and then we have a system that you don't need to know anything about the cloud that can automatically connect. But this is not only the, that benefit, because think about it. If I'm processing the data as it comes in, then you don't have to wait for the next day to know what the, uh, what the, how much you earned. You can, you can see every single second how much you've earned. Yeah, yeah, on the go, like instantaneous. And there's yes. one thing I wanted to maybe to, to introduce a correction. You say to bridge the gap, and I would say again, I want to stress this, not to bridge the gap, but basically you're trying to bypass uh, those uh, cloud <laughs> server providers. Now, then where is the catch? Where, where is the catch? For me as the, as the user of uh, cloud um, cl cloud service service providers, AWS and so on, where is the catch if I'm, like, can I completely rely on TAS solution that you're trying to develop or you're trying to implement as well with pilots and so on? Can it be completely reliant on your solution or this will be a backup or maybe a compensation um oh. temporary compensation for some deficiencies or or or, or you know lack of opti optimal solutions from cloud providers okay so what is most important uh, to, to to say here this is not a band-aid this is not something that uh that we um imagine as you know uh putting a band-aid on, on, on a really big wound uh that the, that the technology has uh however um those software systems that we're talking about are so incredibly complex and every system that you build right now i mean even a simple website uh in 2021 when you write it uh when you develop it it it's it has usually something like 20,000 different pieces of software and these are open source uh, systems that you kind of ingest into your website just to you know print out uh 
whatever it is, if it's a nice button that you're that you're using, or you want some analytics, or you want something like um, I don't know, um, maybe heat um, maps, maybe whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't matter. You will have a piece of that product um, inside of your of your uh, website, and. Uh, if we go to, you know, cash register systems, even the cash register is a very complex program. And then you have uh, uh, all the machinery that's uh, behind it. And uh, when we go down to cooperation level, um, those systems are basically um, unbelievably uh, complex. And we will always be just a part of that system. So anything you build in these days, you have just part of that system. We only aim to be very, very, very well, uh, uh, doing very, very well at that part that we're doing. So we don't want to be um, uh, one solution to rule it all. I don't think it's, it's possible at this mm -hmm. uh, time and age. Um, what we aim to uh, build is a system that allows you to transfer uh, uh, data to bring the data from different sources into one single database. If you want uh, multiple devices to be connected or multiple versions at the same time, or you know, like users that don't uh, update their uh, apps, for instance, you have multiple uh, uh, you know, data sources or uh, uh, data formats. We want to allow you to do it simply, and. Um, and you know, this will first of all, if we're doing something simply, it means that you won't have to spend. Um, and I'm, I had just a meeting with a with a company that said, uh, well, what we what we usually do when we set up a new service, it takes uh, approximately two or three months of time to really design it. This was a rather big company, um, a scale up uh, that does a lot of development for for other companies as well. Also, even a simple infrastructure uh, for, for those systems, it takes them one, one or, or two weeks to actually set up the, the infrastructure, even though uh, you will find, uh, I mean, a Kubernetes cluster. So you'll find, you know, on, the web, on a website of a Kubernetes is a, one of the systems that, uh, that you could say, in a way, compete with us. Um, so the system that, that they're building, they're, they're essentially saying that, okay, you can set it up in a couple of minutes, but in order to set with, it up- with, with your solution? You mean with, with your solution? solution. Mm -hmm. with, uh, with our solution, it's still a couple of minutes. Yeah. You will have to download it. You'll have to install it on, on your machine. Uh, mm -hmm. You'll have to write the program. But once you have written the program, once you have uh, issued a simple command, you'll have that program running in seconds. So. Uh, and I've, uh, from the demo I've sent you, you can see that specifically, I know that there's lots of um, terminal commands and I'm really sorry about that, but, but this, is, this is the kind of crime that we're, uh, that, that we're aiming this at. So we're, we're aiming this at, um, uh, at software developers who can basically do something that takes them um, uh, weeks of time to do it in 10 seconds because, um, Everyone in the world is trying to connect multiple locations with each other, multiple databases, multiple systems, and we're just bringing a, some sort of a backbone to them. That they will I, be I just wanted, yeah, I just wanted to ask you to make a kind of a sum up, like what benefits you bring to your users. But when you say uh, two, three weeks, a month versus 
10 seconds, a minute or two, I'm sold. It's like you are selling, you are selling extra time. And what's the most precious uh, asset we have exactly. time, right? That's, that's something you can't buy. Um, and uh, but something you is... can sell them. <laughs> yes, of course. In a way. Um, that's not only that, it's because the system is actually more efficient. And I'm saying that we have been uh, tracking how much uh, how much mm -hmm. watts do you need to use to support uh, function as a service and transform as a service as compared. And you can't really compare that specifically. This, uh, these are, this is a specific use case in which we tested it. And wow. we, are, we are more effective on wattage. Which, which is very important. And this doesn't mean that, that we couldn't find another place where you know, function as a service would be more efficient because it would be more efficient in a case where you have wow. million of data okay. points that are coming at okay. the same time. But, uh, but once, uh, once we go into the, the, the area that we want to go, we are, you know, for every one watt that um, function yeah. as a service uses, we can, uh, we can uh, spend only half of it. And this goes into quicker processing times, quicker. Yeah. Um, of uh, course, it's not just that, yeah. that you're setting time or extra free time to do some other work and so on, but also um, to provide same effect or similar effect uh, quicker, you reduce, I mean, you decrease like electricity bills, but also yeah. you're helping companies on the ESG uh, dimension, right? Wow, yes, amazing. Exactly. And, and I would say, so if you take this as on your flag, you just go ahead to S and P five hundred, you know, and approach them, saying that our solution will help you will help you uh, get some extra points for your ESG uh, policy. Speaking yes, of that, Michal, speak, speaking mm -hmm. of that, let's move on into the, like business reality right okay. now. Okay. Business wise, where where are you now with the reality? And I mean, who are your clients right now? What's the uh, implementation history? Uh, are you on pilots? Do you have paying customers? introduce okay, like so the, this dimension yeah there are two parts of this company uh first is the open source part that has been started in 2016 uh yeah. this is uh the framework uh this has been downloaded as i think right now 320,000 times it's uh it gets 5,000 downloads every week so uh this is uh this is growing and growing exponentially um I would say this is a, a, a moderate success at this point. This is not uh, a massive download because uh, you know if you look at React or something like that, they have millions uh, a week. Uh, however, this is a very specific system. So um, this means that we do have customers. The trouble with that, this is an open source system. We don't know who they are. Uh, so um, we're building a system that we've proven the point that people want to use the uh, this sort of uh, uh, development platform. Um, we have had uh, previous deployments with, uh, oh, for instance, the, the very interesting one is uh, OpenAQ. This is um, um, an NGO from uh, the United States uh, that uh, built um, uh, an open source database of uh, all the pollution around the world. So they have multiple sensors and they use scramjet to ingest all of their sensor data from uh, from different sources so essentially if uh, uh, if you go into their website you can see all all the places around the world with his historical data um, 
and you'll get uh, a lot of um, uh, any any kind of uh, pollution data I can do research on that and uh, let, um, me, let me just make sure yes people understand this this is open aq like air quality yes. and it's open aq.org right or yes. Oh. yes and you know for sure they're using scramjets um, yes, they are. They, okay. They're an open source company and you can just uh, see their sources and uh, oh, okay. it is okay. based on uh, their ingester is, uh, is based on Scrumgeot. So this is a proof of uh, principle. Uh, currently, uh, we are uh, in the final phases of developing the platform. So uh, the system that we've built uh, until, until now uh, is something that we can work with. We are at this moment looking for uh, good uh, POC candidates, so proof okay. of concept. Mm -hmm. We want to uh, uh, provide those uh, those potential customers with uh, some, uh, you know, kind of beta st style of uh, of a system that will be for now free to use. Um, yep, 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 yep. But uh, and but who would be, be a good target? Who would be a good target for a POC um, champion? Let's say. So we're looking for um, uh, companies within uh, within five sectors specifically. However, we we do believe that the system has mm, a, a universal uh, yeah. application. Uh, however, we are very focused on companies that do uh, AI or machine learning. We believe that there's a very strong um, uh, market fit in that area. Uh, we have um, uh, really hopeful potential um, uh, customers that uh, that approached us in the marketing and uh, ad tech uh, regions, um, okay. including social media. So any sort of uh, social media import, imagine how much data there is in uh, to, to process in, in social media. And these things kind of interconnect because you then want to, what you want to do is to take AI for, uh, uh, for sentiment analysis or something like that. So these yeah, yeah, yeah. two I understand, things understand. are interconnected. Um, third Can branch you... is uh, robotics and um, and uh, industry 4.0. This is yep. mostly due to the fact that we believe that there's uh, there's local data that can't be transferred mm -hmm. to the cloud that uh, needs uh, uh, immediate processing. We have yep. an offering for them that uh, that allows us essentially to install our whole platform on uh, on their premise in their factory, and they can benefit from uh, two millisecond latencies. So essentially, if you have okay. a robot in a factory, you want that robot to react to uh, something that uh, to a sensor. Uh, mm -hmm. In you know, if if it's the round trip uh, of, uh, of of the system from uh, the factory to the cloud and back. That means, let's say, 20 to 30 milliseconds at best. Uh, that's not good enough for you. So that 30 or 20 milliseconds can mean a couple million dollars lost. So, um, so there's another uh, another another area. Uh, and uh, the two last ones is um, uh, um, is uh, streaming data streaming so data business and data analytics uh, industry um, and uh, oh Jesus I forgot the last one um, 
it's already so, more than enough. It's like the, yeah. and I understand you are you are able to approach those companies uh, cross border, like right? You don't care. Yes. Where the yes, companies... we we uh, we can work fully remotely, so we can uh, we can work with uh, with an engineer on uh, on our customer side. We do yeah. want the, those customers, so those POC uh, customers would need to be uh, companies that are able to develop their own and do actually want to develop their own software based on yeah, okay. uh, on the uh, solutions that we provide. Um, so we don't want to be a software house that just develops systems for, mm -hmm. for others. We want to provide them with a, uh, with a solution that uh, enables them to do something that, I mean, their competitors can't, for instance. So um, that's what we're looking for. Um, but we're also open to uh, to we can help. We can find uh, find companies that are you know friendly to us and they know our technology and they will be look, uh, willing yeah. to help. Look, you are good for I understand like TAS and your solution is good for data intensive uh, situations where. And, and in a way, you could say like critically, it's it's critical mission kind of situations as well, okay? And 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 continuity and some kind of a redundancy or or or, or decreased latency uh, would be important. Sometimes yes. life or death. And combined, what pops up in my mind is probably self-driving cars as well. Have you thought of this? Would this be a good solution as well for those situations? We thought about we thought about this. However, uh, you need to take into account that this company has been building our product for uh, ten months. Well, I think we're fantastic <laughs> okay. in terms of actually time to market on on such a complex product and uh, such a complex project. I mean, the the the, the development team was uh, working extremely hard and unbelievable people okay. that we've got on board. However. Um, you need the, there's there's a question of uh, are we stable enough? So we would love to work with uh, with uh, self-driving cars. We would love to work with uh, uh, satellite systems. Uh, yeah. you know you can you can think of anything that has a, a big chunk of data that needs to be uh, uh, pushed out uh, from one place to the other. And um, the problem is that at this point we're looking for customers that, uh, you know, can win a lot while uh, while they they are willing to risk, and I doubt that this is a, a, a good match at this point. But by all Clear. means, we what do you like to be? Transformers as a service is, is really good in that respect. Michal, let's take it further. Then, what do you lack? I mean, what do you need basically to be as stable enough to be interesting for self-driving car situations or satellite or, other, or, or remote surgical operations, I understand, and similar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, what, what do you lack? What do you need to improve? So it just takes time. It just takes yeah. cases. It just takes uh, effort on our end uh, and on the, the first customers that, uh, that we're going to work with. So we're going to work very closely with those customers in order to make, uh, okay. to make our platform as stable as possible. So this pilot uh, is uh, is in the very, very bleeding edge. And uh, companies that will jump on the the, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the the task system are taking a small risk. However, they have a massive benefit if they actually uh, are able to read the benefits of this, okay. uh, of this platform. And once we do uh, 
let's say those five pilots that we that we anticipate right now, uh, we will have uh, more or less a platform that uh, works stably. We will work on the um, uh, on the hardening part of the core, on the security aspects that mm -hmm. uh, need to be. Uh, need to be, uh, you know, on, on the highest level in order for a for a company like uh, um, a company that works with uh, with medical um, uh, data will ever will ever be able to use because this is you know not only uh, very um, uh, very critical data but also uh, extremely private. So we we do need to be uh, we do need to be ready for that, and uh, this is also within our, our roadmap. So our roadmap includes a very strong um, focus on uh, security and privacy, and uh, uh, in order to to uh, to prove our point and prove our uh, our business to to our customers, we are going to you know obtain uh, the whether those are ISO certificates or uh, okay. uh, or or, sister, or um, uh, sister certificates that uh, that we can obtain uh, to prove that the system is very secure. We are going to audit the system, uh, and this is all going to be uh, um, uh, performed before we actually uh, do a kind of full production uh, launch uh, of our platform uh, in uh, in mid uh, next year. And you just made it clear to me how interesting and challenging and intellectual like exercise you have in front of you. This R and D layer upon layer upon layer upon layer on different dimensions and different different levels of uh, security, stability, and all of this stuff. It's like never-ending story. It seems it is a never-ending story, and uh, by no means we can say you know we released it and now. Uh, and now it's uh, it's done, and uh, we can then just sell it, whatever we release. Um, it doesn't work like that in this uh, in this area in, in IT. You have to work at least twice as hard just to stay in one place. Uh, so uh, so we're going to have to expand and expand and expand. Luckily enough, we have uh, really good backing, um, and uh, and we found. Uh, uh, Speedup Group, which is uh, our early investor, as well as uh, angel investors. Uh, we also have a mm, rather um, substantial uh, backing from uh, Szybka Ścieżka, which is a Polish uh, um, uh, fast track program, yeah. yes, uh, EU funding uh, for innovative uh, uh, projects. Um, and those all of, of that amounts to the to the um, sum of uh, approximately one million dollars already invested in the company. Um, so basically, we have uh, we have a path of uh, continuing that uh, that investment and uh, building upon it, building the the as you can imagine the the, the whole process of building this most complex thing in the world. Uh, that we believe we're, we're building right now. Uh, it, which, you know, sometimes you can say that it's worth doing something that is difficult because it is difficult, and uh, that's, yeah. that's basically what we're what we're trying to do here. Thank you for uh, uh, destroying the scenario as well, because now we covered basically round number five, where we discussed investment and so on. But we will come back to this. Sorry, and one, one last question, one maybe two two small questions before before we finalize with this round one. First, defendability. How defendable is the idea? Do you have any like patents? Is it 
or is it just quick to, to de 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 develop and deploy and then conquer the market? So, What's the defendability? Uh, so the defendability, first of all, uh, we have uh, two, two ways to, to approach that. First of all, the defendability aspect is not really there. Um, no company uh, other than us is will be willing to uh, go head in into such a such a big risk. If you think about Google or Amazon or or any other of those companies, if they uh, before they want to invest in something like uh, something very similar to what we do, first they want to know that it actually works. So uh, we have some time ahead of us before we actually will have to defend. Second. Um, there are no patents in, in uh, software. I mean, they're very easily circumventable. So you can just, you know, change some lines and this is a new algorithm. And even if you can actually patent it in, in some places of the world, uh, uh, it can't be patented in, in other parts of the world. So it's very difficult to actually uh, get a patent on this. Um, in order to make sure that this system uh, stays what we want it to stay, uh, and it is uh, it is ours. We have done something that may be a uh, little bit difficult to understand. We have given out the sources to to everyone. Everyone can download and uh, see the source code of our programs, see how they work, um, uh, help us with 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 the development. But at the same time, if it's open, there isn't an incentive for anyone else to do uh, to do it in a different way. They yep. will okay. rather take the, the source code, which are, you know, still in our control. This is a, a system that uh, um, that allows other developers to uh, experiment it with, with it, to try to break it, to uh, to find holes. Maybe install it on their own uh, infrastructure. Maybe they will uh, be slightly competing with us. But again. This is such a high, uh, um, okay. uh, high valued market that uh, we do believe, and we've seen uh, with companies like Red Hat or uh, mm -hmm. Ubuntu, which is canonical, um, or, or for instance, um, uh, much smaller companies like uh, Nucleo. Uh, they all have uh, their open source systems, and uh, this is a way to go because we want. Uh, uh, we want to give something that the developers will be uh, wanting to use, and you know, there are, the, the 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 first question would be, "Hey, what is this program doing?" I, if I can't, if I don't know, I want to install it on my um, on my own computer. So uh, this is the approach that we're taking, and um, uh, as many other companies, uh, open source companies, have proven. Uh, this is one of the better ways of uh, providing defendability in, uh, okay. in something as, as complex and as, uh, as breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. So your, your defendability is very close to dependency in a way. Yes. So, and you're using this Gillette formula. Here's your shaving machine. Everybody has the same, but then the blades are a little bit different. You need something like that. And then you will have to come back to us. Okay. So this is this, and then uh, disclose something that you can disclose now about your pricing strategies. How would you earn uh, per what per, per, per kilowatt saved? <laughs> of course, joking. But anyways, how do you plan to 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 charge for the service? So on uh, the go on, this go on. Is a very difficult. This is a very difficult question. Uh, yeah. We uh, we, we severely 
uh, I mean, we tried uh, very, uh, very long, uh, for, uh, on numerous times of trying to find the right, uh, the right pricing that we're going to apply for this. Um, I know that we can uh, offer this service um, in a very competitive manner. The question is, what does it mean competitive? Because for some applications, this system is thousand times more efficient. For some application, it is equally as efficient as the others. And you have, you know, you can you can think about the alternatives as um, function as a service or yeah. um, or building your own servers or or anything like that. So it all depends on the application and. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we want to be maximizing the profit, but we want to also be uh, be able to uh, to deploy the system to uh, to as many users as we want and uh, uh, provide this system in a very very cost effective manner. We would like um, uh, the system to be um, uh, um, usable by, by by somebody who spends uh, less than hundred dollars per month on cloud services. We would like to be uh, for, for that service to be um, uh, cost-effective and uh, great value for a company that uh, spends ten thousand uh, US dollars per month. So um, it's it's very difficult. There are different models, but what I can say is that you will be paying per uh, hour of runtime, and this okay. will be in the cents area. So this will be. Um, rather inexpensive, and this will be very competitive uh, compared to um, uh, to to our competing uh, uh, or alternative solutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they say: if you, if you want to just disrupt a a niche or or some space, you don't only need to be uh, cheaper, but also like. 10 times 10x 100x more efficient or or, or yes then this is, this is the way we want yeah. to do it so we don't want to be cheaper we yeah. want to be more efficient and this is okay. why the system will probably be uh less expensive for for our customers in those applications however uh we can't really say how much and uh and we want to bring value but we don't want to um you know sell something you know for uh uh, for a million dollars just because we can. We want the system to be in the, uh, in, we, we would rather imagine ourselves as a system that um, that is applicable to nearly anything in the internet. And it's uh, more like a backbone to the internet than, um, uh, than a system that's, you know, just used by BMW and SAP and, uh, uh, and those uh, massive European or, or American companies, uh, we would want this system to be used as widely as possible. That's the motto of the co-founder, uh, basically, to be used by every uh, business uh, imaginable <laughs> on, on the planet. Let's move on, Michal, to round two competitors. You said that you are creating something unique in a way, and TAS is uh, your own invention, um, which is a clever way to create a kind of a blue ocean for yourselves. The, we understood that um, AWS, Google Cloud, Azure, and all the rest are not direct competitors. Do you have any direct competitors then? Um, if you think about direct competition in terms of uh, of uh, running the same system in the same model, no. However, we are uh, in uh, in the general market of uh, of uh, selling uh, computing time. 
So in that space, we definitely will be competing with uh, companies uh, with, you know, with big companies like Google, AWS, and uh, and uh, Azure. Um, okay. However, on the other hand, we have a number of uh, companies that are more or less our size. There's uh, Nucleo, there's Lightband, Lightband um, uh, the inventors of a very renowned system called Akka. Um, there's um, uh, there are companies like uh, Iguazio. There's uh, uh, there's Confluent, a company, a really big company uh, uh, that uh, that uh, created Kafka, which is one of the actual backbones of the internet. We would love to be as successful as they are. Uh, and we have also local competitors on um, in in you know in in the EU like uh, Koyeb or uh, um, or um, Anyscale, for instance, from 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 Poland. So. These are companies that all sell some sort of uh, access to computing power in different ways. And in that sense, we do compete. However, the market is growing su in such a uh, quick manner that uh, you know, every year the market is 30% bigger. So there's, um, there's space for everyone. If you want to take a piece of the market, you're taking a piece of the market that's just being created. And what okay. we want to do, rather than create uh, uh, or compete for the customers that are already in the cloud, we want to br bring massive numbers of customers to the cloud and actually double the market by um, uh, by by just being there. So it's a cooperative uh, co competition, you could say, right? By competing yes. with others, you are increasing, as you said, the, the 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 size of the cake basically, and you are taking crumb by crumb by crumb. Yes, uh, and this is this is very interesting because you can actually think, okay, we can be uh, a replacement for uh, uh, for function as a service, but we can also work really well with function as a service. If you think about it, a system that uh, uh, that runs some uh, data points that you just want to um, uh, work, and those data points come from Twitter. We can work with Lambda in such a way, with AWS Lambda, if you run this uh, our system in AWS, you can run a program in Scrumjet Cloud Platform that will um, access the data straight from Twitter and push it into Lambda. And this is you know, in a, in a way, this brings a lot of money to Amazon. It, uh, it brings a little bit of money to us. And that little okay. bit of money is actually substantial enough to be uh, one of the biggest companies uh, uh, in the EU. Okay. Okay, interesting. That's a, that's a good uh, signal. Michael, with this, let's move on to round three. Round three is a, uh, a series of quick Q and A and quick questions. So first, your own productivity hacks, not the tools, but the ways of doing things. I, I, I am really, uh, really, really bad on productivity hacks. I would say um, I try to take breaks. I try to uh, exercise. I don't think you know those productivity hacks that uh, that people have uh, actually work. Uh, Probably for them, uh, everyone has their own uh, system. I would say um, the one thing that I feel that is very important is that uh, 
I try to work whenever I feel like working. I want to be, uh, uh, sometimes I work, you know, into the middle of the night, uh, it feels counterintuitive, you know, you'll, you'll be um, underslept the next day and so on and so on. But there are sometimes the moments when you are alone with your thoughts, when you have um, the right the flow. flow and you can yeah. just basically do something that normally would take you, um, you know, like eight hours. So you can do it in, in, in just one. And uh, I would say use that time. Um, work for a company or start a company that is uh, that doesn't force people to work whenever they um, uh, they need to work in, in your uh, understanding, but whenever they feel that they are most most uh, most effective. Um, and I think that uh, that has proven the point. It has uh, the 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 downshot that sometimes you need to make sure that people are not uh, overworked, that they take breaks, that uh, uh, especially in, uh, right now in the um, uh, remote work time, uh, it's you need to you need to make sure that your uh, your employees who are somewhere else you can't supervise them. You have to, uh, of course, trust them, but you can also sometimes tell them, "Hey, are you guys all good? Are you feeling good? Do you do you know?" that you can sometimes take a break, that you should go on a vacation every now and then. And um, I would say try to keep balance of, uh, of work because what, when you're doing creative work like, uh, like this whole company does, um, you, you don't work when you work. You work all the time. You, you work even if you sleep. And so you know, there are some people, exactly, there are some people who, who think, okay, um, I have this uh, uh, you know, small notebook by, by my bed because I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and uh, I just need to write something down because I'll forget it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would say, try to have balance, try to work whenever your uh, body is ready, uh, ready to work. And use it efficiently, and this is uh, this is something that allowed my not not such a big team. We have only um, uh, only twelve uh, software developers on uh, on board. Um, uh, we've built a big platform, which is uh, you know it's normally built by by teams, not a team, uh, within within six months. So uh, that's uh, that's the way to do it, and. Um, I would say, I would say that. Try to exercise. So that, yeah, that's a dilemma of a co-founder and CEO of the company. Let's say. So you say, give this freedom of working when you feel you like working and like creative, like flows and so on. I understand. But anyways, how do you compromise this with? I mean, how do you balance this with the necessity of pushing deadlines? Hitting deadlines, you know, right? Well, you are, you are setting deadlines. You are uh, showing the direction of the company. And if give if you give everybody creative license to work when they feel working and so on, you lose your to your gun uh, uh, ch charts. You know, to your forecast well, about uh, delivering so, something. Yeah. So first of all, first my advice to that would be scrap the gun chart. That's the, the yeah. The yeah I just was way. I use this as, as a figure of yeah. speech. I mean, uh, you no, are then losing have, to your own plans internally. Of course, mm -hmm. we do have a Gantt chart somewhere in 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 our uh, business plan, but yeah. it's a constant constantly shifting. Um, okay. Gantt chart. We are uh, using uh, Scrum to 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 work on our uh, to on, uh, work on our project. So essentially, 
we say that uh, um, we have an idea what we want to build. We have a yeah. minimum set, but we always build more than the minimal set, the minimum set. Ah, okay. We, okay, always, okay, okay. we always deliver more than that. We are uh, 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 we are then we have then uh, much more in our back uh, backlog. Uh, than mm -hmm. we can actually fit within that specific time. And um, we try to actually hit all of our deadlines way before we actually uh, hit the deadlines, then you know we can actually work on, on uh, uh, fixes, on improvements, on, on having uh, a really good backlog. This takes, um, I, I, don't, I mean, quite frankly, I don't understand the problem of planning. I have been planning, um, uh, a massive project for for big companies uh, uh, for for you know multiple uh, years right now, and uh, uh, you can deliver what you've uh, what you've promised as long as you promise something um, that you can uh, deliver much easier than you are. Uh, the, the the minimum set has to be within grasp, and then uh, you can plan more features and. You know, use priorities. This is common knowledge, I would say. Um, the problem is that, you know, once you have a customer, once you, um, once you promise too much, once uh, you have an internal structuring within the company where uh, that promise is, uh, um, is a promise that can't be broken at any point, and it doesn't matter whether you're doing good for the customer or not good for the customer, as long as the promise is uh, delivered. Um, uh, that's not the way to go. However, if you have uh, uh, a sensible project plan, you will deliver on, on it always. And uh, if you have uh, uh, a development team that's, that's behind you, um that team will do anything that's uh, in their power to uh, to deliver not only on that promise but uh, actually to supersede whatever whatever they did and that's that's what i have in this company and i can't i can't really say much more to that so you do all you can to turn your backlog into forward log yes you could say Okay. Yes. Yeah, nice. Nice. Me, Michal. Then from another point of, uh, from another side, mm -hmm. so to say. So, can you share with us any unique or exotic tools, apps, programs that have helped you a lot or just a little? And I mean beyond the regular stack, like you know Slack, like GitHub, da da da. Anything that you've discovered recently? Because there are so many. Okay, so I can, so this will sadly be very, very uh, geeky and uh, a bit, uh, a bit software development. -y. Uh, we have, uh, we have discovered uh, quite a big uh, improvement in terms of uh, software development. So uh, what we, uh, what we have, um, uh, our systems are basically our developers are developing uh, their, uh, our platform on a uh, server in in um, uh, in a data center you know uh, at the same time a server provider so they don't develop systems on their laptops and this is okay. a massive improvement because uh, when you do software development you uh, download and um, and upload multiple very very small files and this takes a lot of time over the 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 you know home internet whatever whatever you have 
uh, especially in uh, if you are uh, if your internet connection is not very very fast mm -hmm. in terms of uh, the, the the ping. So if you're on broadband, that's fantastic. If you're on uh, some sort of three uh, G network, four G network, you can't really do software development. Um, and this is somewhat true to to any sort of um, bigger uh, uh, system, uh, you know, using a bigger system than just you know simple word processing or something like that. Yeah. So instead of running that uh, uh, that program uh, pr programming environment in uh, on the laptop, we actually use uh, Visual Studio. This is uh, Microsoft's, uh, I would say one of the best uh, uh, systems. I'm a Linux user, so, um, uh, so I am, uh, uh, it, it's, uh, it's really important for me to stress it out that this is the, the best, in my view, soft, uh, software development environment that, that you can get. But the thing is that once you actually move your development to the cloud and develop it there where, where your system actually will work, um, then, then it is significantly easier. And this has, uh, this has uh, I would say, help us you know, uh, save uh, hours and hours of, uh, of time uh, every week uh, by not you know, waiting around by everything happening instantaneous. So, and this is, you know, on a general, on a general note, um, I would say do invest in services that, um, uh, that are not on-premise, that you have, don't have to spend time on fixing, on, on setting up. Um, spending a little bit more money on, on a system that is just supported by someone else uh, always makes sense. Uh, this is an exception because we have our own servers that, uh, or we have leased servers from OVH, which is a very, very, uh, very cool uh, European uh, cloud provider. Um, uh, but, uh, but apart from that, we, we're basically running everything there and, uh, and, and that's, uh, that's a really massive improvement. Okay, and why is it not widely used then by software developers? Um, you know, it's it's one of those those features that you need to know about. I guess it's like <laughs> okay. uh, you okay. know that um, I don't know if you know, but you can actually use dark mode in in uh, in Word uh, in Microsoft Office. You can turn it to dark mode and you know work at night with uh, with writing Word uh, on a Word processor. Um, I can bet you that uh, that this is not a common knowledge, uh, okay. and um, and and there are things like that that uh, that are you know hidden features that um, that are a bit difficult to, uh, to to find. I think this is one of the the, the best features that um, uh, uh, that uh, Visual Studio has uh, introduced, and it's worked for us really well. Uh, but um, well, yeah. I mean, it takes a bit of time to to set it up. But I can tell you one thing: if you go to GitHub, if uh, uh, any anyone who's listening to us is a software developer, if you go to GitHub, open any repository that you like. Go to uh, GitHub.com/slash/scrumjet.org/slash/transform-hub okay. okay. and just press the dot key, um, uh, and that will start 
don't tell don't tell so okay. go to github and in any depository and so on just uh, press the dot key right yes and 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 see what you get even i yes. don't want to know this okay but, uh, okay so that, that playfully we just helped you lose your competitive edge and now everybody knows you can do this directly on the server uh, yes <laughs> but on the other hand we want my i want my customers my uh my uh community to know about those things and uh you know in a way i think that uh the team that I have, the company that uh, me and my founders, uh, co-founders have uh, have built, um, is uh, is able to compete with others uh, just based on on on, on okay. our minds alone. We don't have to, you know, keep all the stuff by ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can always create new competitive edges. Let's move on to round four, the company. So we discussed this already a little bit. Now you have a team of uh, five co-founders, Michal uh, Czapratsky yourself, CTO, Wojciech uh, Sacha, mm -hmm. uh, Rafał Stakowski, Barbara Kozbiał, right? And Natalia Czapratska. She's your... Uh, she's, uh, uh, how do you call it in English? Um, uh, my sister-in-law. Uh, yes, and, okay, uh, okay. Uh, she, uh, although it has to be said, she's uh, she's there because of her track record. She worked in uh, previously in uh, uh, yep. P4 Play, which is the the biggest mm -hmm. home in Poland. Uh, uh, she worked uh, in Samsung. She's yep. a, a fantastic uh, person to actually build a company from ground up uh, in terms of. Uh, uh, of uh, of marketing and she's marketing. Uh, she's the person behind all our you know looks and uh, uh, and the uh, the the uh, our all our wording and all our um, uh, go to market strategies so uh, so this is uh, this is um, this is one person um, I can go through all the others because that's uh, yeah that's it would be unfair to other guys of course yeah. <laughs> then in a natural uh let's go with uh Wojciech uh, CEO so Wojciech is uh, um, so first I go uh, I go a long way back with uh, with all my co-founders so uh Wojciech uh, I've actually known from uh from uh childhood uh and he's uh he's a lawyer he worked for uh World Bank and uh uh, and uh, Ministry of uh, Region, Regional Growth in, in Poland. And uh, he, he's also been working on uh, startup and uh, uh, IT uh, programs. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, he's, uh, uh, you know, as anyone, but I mean, he has so many hidden talents that uh, that this company has brought uh, brought out of him which uh, for instance uh, uh, fundraising uh, and um, uh, and uh, actually building a company from ground up without uh, uh, in in the middle of the, the worst possible uh, time to start it up in the middle of pandemic so this was uh, was a fantastic uh, fantastic um, uh, uh, person to, to do it with. Uh, another fantastic person is uh, Basia Kozbiał, who's uh, 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 project manager and a person who who um, is, is incredibly impressive because she did big data before anyone else has actually thought of that because she was uh, involved in um, uh, in the in, in the 
uh, geoportal project in Poland back in the, the 90s already. So uh, this is a very seasoned uh, um, uh, project manager and uh, IT, um, uh, IT operations person. Um, and uh, finally, Rafał, who's um, uh, an IT manager uh, or infrastructure manager uh, in our in our company, and he um, brings the, the experience from uh, from companies like uh, Agora uh, and uh, a number of startups uh, later on, as uh, as you can probably see in his uh, his background. But uh, he's a uh, fantastic uh, person in terms of uh, ability to even you know he, he's a he's one of those versatile persons who can. Uh, run your server on the on the nearly the programming side, but he also knows how to actually install it in the uh, in the rack. So, with as you can see, these these people are are kind of all versatile, but they also are a, a group of people that can actually run a company uh, in in every single aspect. So we have a corporate lawyer, we have a um, uh, an operation person and project management person. We have uh, infrastructure, we have marketing, and we have um, uh, software development. In yeah, yeah. There's an obvious complementarity, you could say, to mm -hmm. your skill sets and uh, areas covered. Um, which was which which was by chance or by by design? That was say. that was by design. Um, okay. Uh, we we've met up uh, I think in March last year where we uh, where we initially thought about uh, setting up a company and I mm, uh, in fact it was an evening in, in which I was calling uh, calling Wojtek and uh, um, talking to him listen this is there's a there's a uh, there's this idea this is uh, not something that you have done before but I mean you know it's there's the pandemic if uh, if we can sort this out, we actually had just two months to to file in the um, uh, the, the fast track uh, grant application. So it was very little time to just uh, ramp up uh, a team of people to uh, to write documentation of you know eighty pages of uh, of uh, grant application um, uh, with you know every single detail of uh, of the go to market strategy of the uh innovation part of um it all had to be done so uh so then i was calling for instance rafa called me at the same time like uh, just a couple hours later and it was just all within one day when it's just kind of come together and uh, out of the out of the blue two months later we had a um, registered company and uh, it took us a bit of time before we can actually uh, we were actually ready to to uh, to start work. But in uh, on January fourth, uh, I believe this year, um, every single employee came uh, uh, came to 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 march in my apartment and uh, signed the papers because we didn't have an office yet because we you know had to. Had to set it up and everything, and within the, in the pandemic, it was very difficult. But yet, yeah. we actually did that. So, crisis times are great times to start a company. If you start and and go through the crisis, then 
anything else is not as scary, right? They could say. So, Michael, all together you have, yeah, so five co-founders uh, complementing each other. Twelve or so, I understand, uh, people in the dev squad and product team combined. Yes. And this is not all. Um, I understand you are looking and hiring for positions like automation testers, C++, devs, DevOps, uh, senior backend, framework development, and so on. Uh, just for the lack of time, let's move on to round five. You covered this already, uh, summing up your investment history by now. So grants, investment, angels, uh, precede round with a speed up venture uh, capital group. All, all combined, it's um, somewhere at the one million kind of uh, one million dollars, right? Yes, one million, million dollar dollars total investment. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, we already. Uh... We have already secured quite a quite a lot of capital, and this is uh, um, and this is of course uh, a preliminary uh, mm -hmm. phase for us. Uh, what uh, we will be doing uh, next year, um, well, I would say somewhere around late spring. Um, uh, that will uh, that will be essentially a, uh, a seed round. Um, uh, which uh, which will uh, provide the uh, go-to-market uh, funds, uh, you know, especially where we need to focus on much bigger uh, investments in the marketing area and uh, uh, information diffusion uh, areas, where um, uh, where what we do right now is more like learning what we need to mm -hmm. do, and at that point we will be uh, we will be uh, trying to. To, to get the, the message across and uh, show developers especially um, uh, what we need to do. And you know, this is a very, very uh, difficult and you can say also expensive uh, uh, target group because um, developers are um, not only very hard to approach, they're also very, uh, very specific. They want very specific and very direct information and this this is you know when we initially made a, some sort of a product deck it wasn't yet fully a product deck but it was something that we were showing to developers they said i don't want to see powerpoint slides i don't understand anything from the powerpoint slides which is completely a different situation to uh, to, to showing that to, to for instance investors who if you show them the code they will say oh, we don't understand anything from the code but yeah. the developer will tell you, show me the code. Uh, and we also need to work on uh, on making, and we're actually doing this right now, uh, where we are making our uh, code, our repositories, our documentation as approachable as possible and uh, very straightforward. And uh, what we uh, what we then uh, need to do is to uh, secure uh, a further further for the mm -hmm. founding ground for uh, uh, for further growth. The gr growth. Um, our plans are, I would say, rather big. We want to be. Uh, we want to uh, achieve uh, substantial growth uh, already within the first year of uh, of product development. I don't want to, you know, talk about numbers specifically because. Uh, mm, it's very difficult to, to, to actually know how this uh, how the system will grow. Um, but I would say, you know, like 
two years from now, I think uh, I think that being uh, uh, um, uh, uh, net uh, how do you call that positive or or uh, um, that our revenues are basically covering our our costs. That's uh, that should be uh, that should be achievable. So um, two years for break even, right? Yes. So this is uh, it's going to be quicker, depending on on how we're uh, how successful we are. But I mean, within uh, within two years, this is uh, this is definitely achievable, and uh, um, this is a, a, a very fast growing uh, sector in which we do intend to be uh, to be a, a major player, and uh, we do need funding for that, but. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's right now. Um, I would say at this point we are rather okay. We are not uh, not not looking actively for for uh, for funding, but um, we will be we will be uh, trying to make uh, uh, make new uh, contacts uh, as we go because uh, we know that uh, you know choosing the the, the right investor. And um, I can say that the speed up group, group um, uh, has uh, has proven our point that when the investor is really honest and uh, and and uh, mm, they have been very honest from the start, they have uh, um, and they've been open and they've been uh, very clear of what their intentions are. Uh, um, uh, that's an investor that we can uh, build uh, um, a long-term relationship with that will bring not only the money in, and uh, but they will also bring uh, a value that, that we're looking for. And this is, uh, for us, this is um, very important to get, uh, to, to start the next round with an investor that's, uh, mm, that's uh, bringing more value, more uh, um, uh, also competence, because this is something that we can always use. We 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 are looking for um, partners that will help us, uh, that will advise us, that will um, let us know, um, you know, when we when we do something good, when you do something bad. Um, not only just expect that we'll just race deliver uh, yeah, yeah 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 deliver something or, or you know it's it's someone who 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 wants to who wants to go on a on an exponential growth which is uh exponential growth has uh, has had rather bad press uh, lately mostly due to COVID. uh we want to be on an exponential growth but the problem is that if you're you, you know if you're going growing by line um the initial growth is slightly bigger then if you kind of go uh, wait a bit and make uh, some more investment and uh, and then when you grow, you grow uh, in an unbelievable scale. And that's what we want Speaking, to achieve. Yeah. Speaking of a VC, uh, as a VC contribution, uh, 
mm-hmm. not only like to expect uh, expect like revenue and and ROI and their investments and so on. What came to my mind is that quite uh, recently, like maybe five ten years ago, there was a new notion in the HR industry, and they introduced HR business partner, meaning it's mm-hmm. not only a person knowing all the payroll, like sick leave, etc., but also knowing very deeply the essence of the business. That's why it's called HR business partner. So yeah. I was thinking now, you're all you're like the startups, especially young startups that are really need somebody who would take them by the hand into like bigger, deeper waters and so on, need VCs as a like VC as a as a business partner, right? Or should I say VC business partners, not just VC who invest and then expect uh, you know deliverables from from you without contributing on the merit side. Yes, that's, and if, that's of course, of course. Yeah, that, that is that is an ideal setup. Um, so we wish you not only to find such an ideal VC, but also to have you know to go from success to success from one um, uh, discovery, let's say, on your R and D journey to another one. And uh, you just described a a whole universe basically to conquer step by step. Thank you very much for the chat, Michal. All the best. Good luck to you and your wonderful team of co-founders in the uh, Dev Squad. Thank you very much, Alex, and uh, thank you for everyone uh, who've uh, listened to, to us. And uh, hopefully, we are going to uh, to be uh, successful and achieve quite a lot. But uh, it's always good if you uh, if if you keep your thumbs or you know keep your fingers crossed, and uh, uh, and that's it. We keep fingers crossed for you. You 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 show successes, and then we uh, bring our thumbs up. Thank you. Yes, All the best. Bye bye. Fantastic. Thank you. Bye bye.